Welcome back to Barely Study, y'all. I'm your host, Carly, and I am so happy you're here this week. So this week is very important because we're going to be talking about a lot of deeper stuff. These past two weeks have actually been pretty deep. Last week's episode was all about my faith, which I was very happy with that episode and just where it went. I really hope y'all liked that episode because it was very powerful talking about just my faith and all of that. So this week I do want to get a little bit deeper as well, um, which we are already kind of deep, but we're going to get just a little deeper. Some stuff that I'm not really open about and really don't talk about that much, which I think would be good for talking to y'all about. So we are going to kind of talk about anxiety and depression and getting through really tough times in your life and not just as a teenager, but just as a person in this world. And so kicking it off right with the Bible verse of the week, we have 2 Samuel twenty-two twenty-nine, which is, For you are my lamp, O Lord, and my God lightens my darkness. Now, God has helped me through darkness and helped me through my depression, but I've never really leaned, I've never, like, I, sometimes I don't lean on him, and it's a lot harder when I don't lean on him when I am in those episodes of anxiety or depression, and I have noticed a difference when I do lean on him, and I do pray for help and stuff like that, but sometimes you're just so caught up in your emotions that you don't really realize how to get, or you don't really want to get out of it sometimes even, and you're just so over it that you're just ready to just dwell in the sadness and just really want to like just sit in it and droop in it and don't really want to push yourself out of it or especially that's just the way I am. Now I am a Enneagram 4. If you don't know what an Enneagram is, it's basically a personality test. I've never been into astrological signs or anything like that, but I am so interested in Enneagrams. It's basically where you take this long test and you can find it anywhere and you find out what personality type you are. And I will try to leave like a link in my Instagram or somewhere on like a new post to let y'all go follow it to take an Enneagram test or you can literally just type online Enneagram tests and you basically answer all these questions about like scenarios and it puts you to an Enneagram type and I think there are one through nine there's nine Enneagram types I don't know the different types but I've taken it and I've always been a four and fours are very emotional. I'm a very emotional person. I am very into my emotions. When I'm in my emotions, I'm really like looking into them deeper. I hold grudges. I don't forgive and forget. I really just hold on to stuff until they're dealt with. And I've seen that over my life so far 
that if I get into a fight or if I get into an argument with somebody, I'm going to hold on to it for days, weeks, months, even sometimes years. I've been holding on to stuff from seven years ago that don't even matter anymore, but they keep coming back. And I just, unless I sit down and talk about it right then and there and get it over with, I deal with it until it's dealt with by, with the other person, not just like me alone, like independently, but whoever it was like against or dealing with, I had to deal with it with them in that moment or I would just hold on to it and I hold grudges that are for dang sure. But basically, Enneagram 4s like to dwell in sadness and they... So Enneagram 4s, what I've read, do not deal well with anger and don't like to stay in a state of anger. So that's like the only one where they're like anxious and kind of like, okay, I need to get out of this state where every other emotion, they just want, if they're in it, they want to be all in. So happiness. I've always noticed that if I'm happy, I want to be even more happy and more happy and stay in that happiness for the longest point of time. If I'm sad, I want to get even sadder and like just keep getting more sad until I'm like so low that I don't even want to get out of bed. If I'm, and I've always felt like this because like if I'm sad and I'm not crying yet, I will make myself cry because I, sometimes you just need to cry first off. But if I've been crying for already a week, I'm like, well, screw it. Like why not cry again? So I start putting on like sad songs and then just crying my eyes out, which doesn't make sense to me, but I realized with reading the Enneagram types that it's kind of normal and other people deal with it, which really helped me to like love myself more, I guess, and realize that I'm not the only person that deals with this. And so depression and anxiety have been like a struggle that I've dealt with since I was... Let's see, I I think I started dealing with it around like eight or nine, I think. So I've always just kind of dealt with it and I, I will be honest, uh, most of the time when I'm in those states in anxiety or depression, I won't reach to God because I just want to stay in that state don't want to get out of it or don't really see the good in anything at that moment. So I just like, well, I'm already feeling sad. Like what is going to change? So I don't reach out to him, which I should. And I've just kind of always struggled with that. So it kind of started around my parents' divorce. I did kind of struggle with it a little bit. I didn't really notice it. Plus, I blocked out a lot of my life back then, like right when it first happened. So, I don't really remember it a lot then, but I do remember it starting to get worse when my mom got remarried. And we kind of talked about like that last week, how like we used to get into fights all the time. And I noticed it then. I didn't see like 
I saw that I was like really sad and just couldn't be at home. I saw kind of depression, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't what I thought it would become. Like I, it wasn't as bad as like, oh, people deal with worse. But eventually it got to that worse point. So I kind of dealt with it a little bit and that was around like nine from like nine to 13. Uh, those years it was kind of like I just wanted to be away from home. I didn't really notice any anxiety um, but I did notice some like depression I guess and then it kind of like eased off at, like once I moved out of that house and once I left behind it eased off for a little bit and then it like crashed like I don't even know how to explain it I like went from like okay it's kind of getting better and then it wasn't like I was really happy because when I like just started a new school it was really difficult for me to like I was just I've I had never like fully lived with my dad like full-time where now it was, I was just living with my dad and my mom was figuring out everything else. And so I had to live with my dad for a certain period of time, which I had never lived with him since the divorce. So it was like a really like rude awakening and like adjustment because I've just never had that dynamic without my mom there. And so I had to get used to that. And that's when I kind of dipped back into depression and that's when I realized that I had anxiety and when me and my dad would get into fights I would have anxiety attacks sometimes and I never really noticed it until I noticed it if that makes sense like I didn't pay attention for it like oh I'm probably having an anxiety attack until I was like in the middle of it I'm like oh my gosh this like has to be anxiety because I don't know what else it is and I remember, like, I would kind of black out and not really know what was happening. And so that started to happen more. And I just got really depressed. And that was around, like, 2018. And then at the end of 2018, like, going into 2019 when it continued to happen. Then it got a lot better. And back then when I was really depressed then, that was when I first kind of like really got really dark and my thoughts started to get dark and I started to think like, okay, like, are people better off without me? Like, I did start to have those thoughts, but I'm like, what am I thinking? Like, I'm so stupid. Like, why would I think that? Like, just stop thinking that. So I would kind of shut it off and it was kind of alerting to me. And so I was like, no, that's never going to happen. And I don't even know why I'm thinking those thoughts. But like my brain was making me think those thoughts. Like I was doing it subconsciously in a way. And so then 2019 came around and that was one of the best years of my life. And still to this day, it probably is. And like I still had ups and downs in that year. But just the year overall was really good. I started high school. I joined cheer and like it was a lot of fun and I had a really good year then 2020 hit and the pandemic started and I hadn't 
had like major depression since 2018 and then um the pandemic hit and I felt like the pandemic was a blessing in disguise even though I was having so much fun with like school and being a freshman in high school it also like helped me like discover like myself in a way and like figure out what I wanted to do and like places I wanted to go and people I wanted to meet like even though we were like closed off it felt like a really good timing in a way even though I did struggle through it then 2020 was pretty good for me personally and then 2021 at the beginning was okay I could kind of tell it wasn't going to be the best year I didn't know what was going on with, like, my school. We were still, like, not going to school. And then I started a new school. And that's the school I'm currently at. And I really struggled getting into that school because, one, it is a lot harder. And, two, I just didn't... I don't really match up with some of the people in my class like personally like some of us grew up very differently and it was just really hard and it caused me a lot of stress so I started school in August in September um I kind of started to get a little rocky I wasn't doing too great and then October hit and it was like towards the end of September early October no it was wait Yeah, early or late September, early October was when I got the darkest I've ever been. I remember I got into a fight with my dad and I didn't see him for a couple weeks. And then I was getting in fights with just everybody. I was getting in fights with my mom, with my mom's boyfriend, with my sister, with my dad, with everybody. Like I was just fighting with everybody. I felt like I had nobody at that same time. My mom was like getting surgery and wasn't around. So I, and she was the one who I confided in, in everything. And she was not really there because she was getting surgery. So she couldn't really like attend to me. And I just felt guilty like telling her my problems when obviously she was probably in pain. And so I just felt bad. And so I just kind of, shoved them down and down and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and I was like you know what it'll never be as dark as back in 2018 like that was the darkest point but it got dark really quick and it just kept going and going and going and just I was digging myself a hole I'm like well I got it myself out before so I can do it again but this time Like, I don't even know how to explain how deep I was getting into this hole. So, depression kind of started to sink into my everyday life. It slowly sunk into my personal life with friends and family and then into my school life and just everything I was doing, that's what was surrounding it. That was my life. Depression and anxiety was my life at the end of 2021. And it started in late September, like I said, and it just kind of 
carried through. I'm like, oh, it'll get better. And it started to like slowly get better. Then it would get worse, slowly get better. And then every time it got worse, it would get worse than it was before. So like say one week, I would have a really bad week. And then the next week would be really good. Then the next week would be worse than it was two weeks ago. Like it would just keep getting progressively worse. And it was around all these like family get-togethers that we had and around the holidays and it was just not a very good point in my life and I honestly I felt extremely alone I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody I wasn't telling anybody that I was this upset I didn't want to tell my mom what was going on because obviously she was probably in pain I didn't want to tell my sister because I felt like I was she already has a bunch going on with her kids, like, and just having kids, like, I don't want to burden her with stuff, and then I didn't, I wasn't even talking to my other sister, and then I didn't even want to talk to my brother or my sister-in-law, like, I didn't, I just pushed myself away from everybody, I wasn't talking to my dad, my mom was just held up with stuff, like, I, and I don't talk to most of my friends about deep stuff like that, and I just pushed everybody away and I just created my own hole of sadness basically and it was very dark and sometimes just looking back at it I I just I don't even know how I got to that point like it was shocking to me how I got there so quickly And I remember there was this one night, it was the night before my mom came back from having her surgery, and I remember I got into, like, this huge fight with my sister, and I just, I couldn't stop crying. And nobody was at the house, and those thoughts started to come back, and I'm like, why am I thinking these things? Like, I'm so low right now that that's all I could think about. And I'm like, why? Like, why is this happening? I I don't even know why it was happening. So I started to get scared, but I was all home alone. So I would, like, call my sister. But I felt like I was, like, a burden. Because I didn't want to bury her in my problems. I'm like, she probably has, like, her kids to figure out and all that stuff. Like, I don't need to burden her with my problems. And I, it was just, I could not stop crying that whole night. I, like, went to bed at, like, I, I, like, physically could not do homework. I couldn't, like, eat. I just, I, I was not good. And I remember a couple times I would, like, when my teachers would come and be like, okay, do you have your homework? Can I check for your homework? I'd be like, I'm really sorry. I wasn't able to do the homework. I just have a lot of stuff going on at home. Oh my gosh, this is making me cry. And it was like, oh my gosh, I can't stop crying. It was nice for like somebody to like be okay that's that's fine like figure out your life and 
we'll figure it out later. Like, at least one of my teachers would be like, that's fine. Just figure out whatever's going on. And, like, I'm here, kind of. I don't know. It was just... It was nice to be able to tell somebody that something was going on and that I just physically couldn't do it and then not be like, well, you need to put it aside for your schoolwork like teachers do sometimes. But they really just... And it's specifically this one teacher that I did this to and she, like, did not hesitate but say, that's completely fine, like, I understand. And so it was really nice for that. I remember I skipped like two or three days of school because I just couldn't get out of bed. I told my mom, I'm like, mom, I need like a mental health day. Like, this is not good. I need to just relax and not be stressed and figure out where I'm going because I, I just didn't see where I would go. Like... Where I was going from there, I didn't know where to go from there. I didn't know if I should just finish school or I even thought at some points like, what if I just drop out right now and join the Air Force or drop out and join the Army? Like I just, I was so stressed. I didn't have anybody I felt like and I just, it just kept getting worse. And so... I remember it was a Tuesday night that stuck out to me that one night when me and my sister got into a huge fight. And I don't know, I've just never felt that low in my life. And I was honestly scared to be alone at some points. So that's when I would like call my sister and confide in her, even though I felt like she was busy and so I didn't want to burden her. But I know I needed to talk to somebody. And so the whole month of October, my health, my mental health was pretty horrible. It just was not good. I was super low. And that's when I started writing songs. I do not journal. I do not. I just, I, I don't know. I can't write a diary. I've tried. It just was really hard for me. And so I started writing songs and that was the way that I kind of got out my thoughts. So I'd write all these different songs about um, like what I was going through, something that happened that week, or like stuff I wanted to look forward to in the future but couldn't because I was so sad right now. I couldn't see the good that was going to come and all I saw was the bad, like I was blind. And from, like, the good in life. And so I just really started writing songs. And that's what really helped me. So I think, personally, you just need to find what helps you through that sadness and anxiety. And please, if you are having these thoughts or if you are really just sad, tell somebody literally anybody. It could be your best friend. It could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be your sister, your brother, your cousin, your aunt, like anybody. Just tell somebody what you're going through. 
because people care. And that's the hardest thing that, like, that was the hardest thing for me to realize that I felt like nobody cared, but I would never open up to anybody, so I didn't know if anybody cared. But I felt like people were too busy in their own life to care, and that, oh, they probably have something better going on than having to deal with my problems. And I just always kind of thought that way. And I think that's why when I was so nervous to tell my teacher that I didn't complete the homework, which was like a like good piece of homework, like a big piece of homework that we had to do. And when she said, that's okay, it was like just relief. It's like, okay, somebody gets it. Somebody cares. Somebody knows that I'm not doing good and that I need just a break for a second. And so I think that's what I really struggled with was figuring out that people actually do care and people who love you will sit there and listen to what you have to say and what you're going through. But you just need to be the person who says, I really need to talk to you. I need somebody to talk to. So if you can, just reach out to somebody or even pray. And I know I can't say that I did because I was so deep in my sadness that I just, I didn't see a point in that. And I was just so frustrated with it in a way. And it now looking back, I'm like, I really should have just dove into God and I would have gotten out of it quicker but I just didn't and I just kept getting deeper and deeper and then I slowly started to get out of it and mainly when I got into therapy it started to get a lot better it was really bad all the way up till pretty much getting my wisdom teeth out which was the week before Thanksgiving which Also, the week before getting my wisdom teeth out, I started therapy. So I had all these things that were happening and therapy really helped. And I started to get better and I really started to get better. And while my health was still pretty bad... My mental health, my physical health was getting worse, but my mental health was getting better because I was talking to somebody and it slowly started to get better. And I thought I was like, you know what? I'm on like the upper end of it and it just kind of like I just came out of it. It's weird how like I didn't really know that there was one specific thing that was causing it like causing my sadness and my stress and my anxiety and depression and all this and I don't think that there was one thing to pinpoint to it so I kind of just like walked out of it and just got away from it but it was still kind of in the back of my head like why was I feeling that way if there wasn't like I always want a reason for why I was feeling that way obviously and then at the beginning of January I think it was like or middle of January like a couple weeks before I started this podcast or like a week or so I remember for some reason I got really low one night And, like, 
what I thought was really low on that Tuesday night when nobody was there and I was just, I kept crying after a fight was nothing compared to this night. And I remember nothing was going right. I was fighting with everybody again. And I remember I had gotten this birthday present and it was like the photo clips with like lights on them and I put the batteries in and set it all up and was going to bed and I remember I just I was not doing good that night like I was just fighting back and forth with my mom and like it was just not a good night so I just plugged it in I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go to bed start to lay down and then I hear this sound it's like it's like a bubbling almost I'm, it's like I'm like what the heck is that and then stop, and then would do it again, and then stop, and then just keep going like on and off and on and off, and then I realized that it's the batteries, and it's like one of the batteries was like exploding basically, not like exploding like, but like more so just slowly leaking, and so I was opening it to stop the sound because I couldn't sleep with that sound, and as I open it, all this battery acid drips all over my hand. And I'm like freaking out because I was already crying because I was just not having a good night. So now I'm crying, crying even more because I think my hand's going to fall off. And so I'm like freaking out. So I go and like rinse it under cold water for a while and wash it, wash it, wash it like really aggressively. And then I go to my mom, I'm like, mom, it burns, it burns, it burns. Like, I washed it and everything. She's like, well, just look up how to do it. And she's, like, half asleep. And so I'm, like, crying, 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 like, freaking out. And so it tells you to run it under cold water. Now, when I tell you it was already 2 a.m. at this point, I'm like, and it told me 30 minutes under cold water, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is ridiculous. So I start running my hand and I'm just sitting on my toilet while my, not like just sitting on like the top of my toilet, obviously not like using the restroom and just letting my hand run under cold water. And then I just start crying and cry more and more and more. And when I tell you this 30 minutes felt like three hours, it was the longest 30 minutes of my life. And then I started playing music. And then I just started crying and crying. It just, tears, like, were gushing out. And it felt like a ocean was coming out of my eyes. And I just could not stop crying. And that night, I was, like, really low and, like, kind of scared to just go to bed. Like, I... I cried that whole 30 minutes plus like 20 minutes after that and I was just not having a good night like I was like freaking out like like shaking I was just sitting on the floor crying after like the 30 minutes and it was just it was not good and so the next morning I talked to my mom or is the next night? 
or like two mornings after that. It was something because I had to like babysit the next day. And I like told my mom, I'm like, mom, I like can't go to school. Like I am not doing good. And this school was really hard and it always stressed me out. So I did really like want to take a look into that school and like take a step back and like look at it and evaluate my health because my health hasn't been good since I've been going there and my mental health hasn't been good so I wanted to evaluate it so I told my mom and we had like this whole intervention with like her and my dad because I was like it was bad I was really really depressed and so it was just not good I was not doing good mentally physically nothing like nothing was going good and then and then I just decided, and then I just decided to, that next night, or that next day, I decided to just pick myself up and figure out my life. And so that's when I started applying for jobs, and that's when I started this podcast. And so I picked myself and pushed myself out of it, basically. And... That was the last time I was that low. And so it's just, it's hard to find people to talk to and it's hard for me to open up. And that's really why I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to be open and honest because I know there's somebody out there that who needs to hear this. And it doesn't have to be 20 people. It doesn't have to be 30 people. It just, if this touches one person... And let's one person know that if you are thinking anything, of doing anything to yourself, if you are so depressed that you don't want to talk to anybody, if you are so anxious all the time, and I remember even I would ask to go to the restroom in the middle of class because I I remember specifically in these two classes, I would just stare off into space and literally not listen to the whole entire lesson. I would just stare off into space and just literally think nothing. Like, I would just be blank. And I didn't... I did that for, like, a couple weeks straight. And so I would ask to go to the restroom and I would literally just sit in the bathroom stall and just stare, like, blankly and just no expression, nothing. Like I literally had no emotion and I would just sit there and just, sometimes I would think like bad thoughts and think sad thoughts and think all these thoughts. Or sometimes I would just sit there blankly and not think anything, not say anything, not nothing. And just feel exhausted almost. And, like, I didn't want to be there. And so, if this reaches one person who is sitting by themselves at lunch, who is sad, who is alone, who is thinking any bad thoughts or any thoughts that they're scared of or scared to be alone or scared to talk to anybody, please tell somebody 
even if it's me, you can reach out to me if you're feeling these ways or like just really struggling. Just reach out to at least one person. It can be somebody you just met. It could be a best friend. It could be somebody you've known for 10 years. It could be your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, even me. Like I just please reach out to somebody because somebody cares. Even your teacher, your school counselor, they care. And I didn't think they cared. And I know that, oh, they probably don't care. You're going to think those thoughts, but they do. I didn't think that teachers cared about their students. And I didn't think that they would care if they were absent one day or if they were struggling at home. But I was wrong. And I want you to be wrong too that nobody cares about you. If you think that nobody cares about you, you're wrong. And even if it's if you can't feel the need to talk to anybody or want to talk to anybody, pray, read the Bible, go to church, go find friends at church. You can go to church and talk to the pastor. You can talk to like a small group. You can literally talk to anybody at church and they will help you. Or just talk to God. Sit and talk to God and just tell him, God, I need you. I remember the days that I would focus on God through those depressive episodes and those points in my life in that season. I remember my mom would tell me to start a prayer in the morning and not say amen. And whenever I felt those thoughts coming on or that sadness coming on, I would just say, Jesus, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, please help me. I need help. I need you. Just anything. And my day was extremely better when I did that. And I'm not just saying this. I'm speaking from experience and truth that he does help people when they need it. And so if you are going through something, please reach out to somebody, anybody. Start that prayer in the morning. Tell Jesus you need him. Tell God you need him. Do whatever you can because there is somebody out there who loves you and who wants you to be in their lives and wants you to tell them your dark and scary thoughts, your dark side. They want to know you like that and there is somebody to reach out to. So just reach out to somebody that's The one thing that I want you to take from this episode is if you are going through this, please reach out and don't think you're alone in this and don't think you are facing this alone. Also, another thing that I noticed that I really quickly wanted to mention was As I was stepping away from this whole episode in my life, this whole season, and I was kind of looking back at it and realizing, I wonder what other people saw. Like, if other people thought that I was sad, the people that I didn't tell, did they think I was going through something? Did I seem different? And I realized that I did when people started mentioning it. 
when I remember my sister-in-law said something about, or even my sister, that she felt like I was going through something, or even my niece mentioned that she thought I was, like, doing drugs, or, like, even pregnant, because I was acting so different. And that makes you realize that if you opened up to some people, they would just understand and see that you're different because people people who love you will notice when you've changed and when you open up to them, they'll understand you even more. And so closing out this podcast, I just want to let you know that people love you and there is somebody out there who wants to know your dark side. And if you are struggling and you need just a break from school, from work, let people know because you're human. It's not all sunshines and roses in life. There's hard times. There's difficult things to deal with. There's seasons and people understand. So you need to talk to people. Communication is key. And so ending off this podcast, I want to thank y'all for listening because this episode was really opening and I felt like very free talking about this, even though we got very personal and I even started to cry. But I just want to let y'all know Or I just want to remind y'all to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Also, remember to follow my socials, which include TikTok and Instagram, which are bear.lystudy, and Facebook, which is barelystudy. I'm going to start different segments on TikTok. I think I'll start talking more about my faith, but also I do want to share my favorite products that I'm loving at different times and maybe some morning routines, makeup routines, whatever y'all want. And also, maybe next week we'll do a lighter episode because these past two weeks have been very deep. But I told y'all that this podcast would be deep but also light at times. So you never know what you're going to get. Life is like a box of chocolates, as Forrest Gump would say. But anyways, I hope y'all loved this episode, and I hope y'all got something from it. And please reach out. But I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.